0: Welcome back to the DNA podcast. I am your host Steve Pugh, and join with me as always well except for tomorrow night. She's not going to be hanging out with us uh, is the wonderful the adorable. I choose you Pikachu Miss Lacey Lacey. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. How are you?
0: Um, so <laughs> I've got to do there's so much I have to talk about for now before we get into tonight's episode. Um, I need to apologize for the last two weeks because we didn't have an episode. Uh, one was because I was, um, me and mother nature don't get along very well. Uh, allergies are, were definitely a thing this, this, this year, uh, it was, it was bad. Like I couldn't talk for nothing. And I sounded like I was going through puberty the entire time. So that was fun. Uh, and then my son had actually messed with my computer and deleted an episode. I had the guys from tabletop journey on, oh yeah, I'm like it was like this close to murdering him i don't think (laughs) i knew this oh yeah no no you didn't um but i I went to go put it up for last week and i was like hey guys my episode's not here we recorded right and they're like yeah and i was like yeah 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 no and he he did it on accident he did it on accident and the guys were cool enough they were like hey we'll totally come back on so they're going to come back on later and we're going to have the episode um I was also dealing with some family emergencies, which sucked, but everybody's doing good and better now. And so, yeah, it has been a crazy two weeks. I'm not going to lie. Um, as well as uh, it's heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking to say uh, the expo got rained out So they because it was all outside. So they delayed it for till the 22nd. Yes, the 22nd. So that it's going to go again. So hopefully it's stays sunshiny. It's supposed to be the weather supposed to be better. So that's nice. Um, yeah, it was it, it's been in an extreme couple of weeks and it, the, the entire time I'm coughing and hacking. So I even still have a little bit of an itch in my throat. So if you guys ever hear me just like turn my head and cough, I apologize. I'm trying not to. Um, and uh, I even had An interesting nerdy experience like five minutes before we started doing this recording Lacey um yeah Uh, I can't wait to hear (laughs) (laughs) um I don't know if you know this and and I I I cringe saying this
1: (laughs) you're making me Uh, nervous and I know it's funny it's really
0: (laughs) (laughs) um did you know that Nintendo games taste bad. (laughs) What? (laughs) Excuse me. I think Um, you're
1: doing it wrong.
0: No, I, I, yeah, I might be. So I, I'd heard this, that Nintendo takes its Switch games and puts a flavoring on them that makes it taste really bad. So you don't, you know, so don't kids don't put them in their mouth. So it's, it's an anti-choking hazard mechanism or, uh, deterrent and so I'm I I, my wife plays Animal Crossing and I used to play it and then I got out of it and she wants me back into it so I'm starting to get back into it and there's something that's going on with my game and it's corrupted and so I'm doing the old school like you know 80s 90 where you blow on everything like but it's small and I don't want to blow it away so I've like put it (laughs) right to my lips and I blow it and I'm like doing that and I lick my lips and I'm like oh my God, something tastes, why do my lips taste? And it is this extremely bitter taste. And I'm like, oh my God, that was terrible. And I'm like, It was it the game? Did the game taste bad? And I instantly go into three-year-old mode. So I put it to my tongue and I'm like, oh my God, that tastes terrible. Why would anybody put this in their mouth? Why did I do it multiple times? And yeah, you can judge me. Please judge away.
1: <laughs> okay, so, like, I haven't done that, but I do put that stuff on my fingernails to stop me from biting so I can relate. <laughs> like, <laughs> I,
0: I, 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 So, I'll have to try the biting stuff. I'll have to just, like, lick it just to try it to see if, like, oh, yeah, this is absolutely the same thing. I don't know what it is, but it is god-awful tasting. And, unfortunately, it still didn't fix my game, so I just did all this for absolutely nothing other than, you know, I lo- I'm a glutton for punishment, apparently. So you still
1: haven't played, like, since that happened?
0: Uh, no, well, literally, well, I can play the game. I just can't access my storage in the game. And the problem is, is I was playing this game all through the winter. So I, my museum's almost all set up. I'm, like, missing one fossil. I've, there's certain animals you can only get during certain seasons. And so they're in my museum. So I'd have to literally wait till, like, December to get them again. And that makes me want to eye twitch. <laughs> like I don't know if I can get back into this game. If that's the case, if I have to wipe it out completely,
1: that that's rough.
0: that's hard. That's hard to swallow. That really is like, oh. And usually I do this, like, what have you been up to, stuff. But I'm, I, I kind of just went and went in straight to me. Um, but so, Lacey, it has been a while since you've been on. So before I get into what else I've been up to, what have you been up to, madam?
1: Um. I don't know if I can follow up that story.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Have you eaten anything? Have you you stepped on, like chewed on Legos or anything like that lately?
1: (laughs) Not recently. (laughs) Um, But no, I actually related to eating. I went to my first STA event I've gone to since um, 2020. So my last, like, actual in-person event was uh, an event called Berka, which is January 2020. And it's been canceled every year since. Oof. This new this event I went to is I kind of whisked out on a whole bunch of events because I have anxiety a little bit and because sometimes I got like got a cold. You don't want to be like around a bunch of people during the era of COVID.
0: Yeah, no, I get that.
1: And then even if it's not COVID, everybody's gonna be like real mad at you. <laughs> um so I finally got to an event and it's a cooking event over over the fire. So I did an SCA fire cooking event and I made some bread. <laughs> And how hard was
0: it to make bread?
1: How yeah. hard is it? Yeah. Oh, wait, is that our mascot in the background? That is, I think she only barks when we're recording. I think that's probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well,
0: whatever. It's all good. Uh, so, but yes, you're making bread.
1: <laughs> um, I made a Viking Inspired recipe, which I found online that doesn't use yeast. It actually uses um, some baking powder and um, there's flour and buttermilk. And I cooked it in a cast iron like pot. Uh-huh. And,
0: uh And
1: uh, it came out okay.
0: <laughs> go on. I, I I'm, I'm so <laughs> you know you know like how everybody says they're Irish and everything. Like oh, I'm so so. No. I did the DNA test and I am. 35 percent scandinavian so like i've been trying to learn more about my uh like nordic scandinavian viking like cult like background and stuff like that so i think that's really cool so when you, as soon as you say making viking bread i'm like okay i want to try this
1: i um i am um, i'm sorry it's a- <laughs> my dog is very distracting but um <laughs> you should it's not that hard it really isn't um and
0: was it good was it like, it was okay was it flat? but it's
1: not bready like yeasty bready like yeast bread is like like light and fluffy usually yeah. and it like has like a harder outside is and a softer it, inside
0: is it is it like non bread
1: not my bread wasn't mine was kind of like a denser bread okay Um, I'll
0: have to give that a shot
1: and I threw some good. cheese in there so it made it cook all weird but it it was no, right. no, no, no,
0: no, no, you, you can't go wrong with cheese. And anybody who tells you that there's either a you don't put cheese on it or there's not that's too much cheese, you don't need those kind of toxicity in your life. And you just say right. good day. Uh, no, that's I do that totally sounds good. Like in my head, I'm thinking like once I make this and try it out, like I'm thinking like maybe smoked Gouda on it or something like that, yeah. some like roasted maybe roasted green pep or green tomatoes, or I can do. Ooh. I want to cook it now, I'm, <laughs> dude. I'm a chub scout. I love food, and
1: you would have loved this event. It was I really, all cooking. No, was I. Like I mostly, my wife would have loved this. There's a potluck at the end. You could try everyone's food at, at um, and some right. people are like really good at it. Like I was <laughs> okay. Like I made something that you can eat without dying. But some people <laughs> are
0: good. At it. Congratulations. I mean, that's a great start. What yeah. were some of your favorites?
1: Um, I'm always a big fan of like the roasted veggies over i don't know if i've told you this but i'm a vegetarian so i, I did
0: not know that no. yeah
1: i don't eat any of the meat versions of stuff but um the there was like a little competition it was the I, the northern iron chef or mm-hmm. something like that i can't remember what they actually called it but they gave you a secret ingredient and that secret ingredient was peas and somebody mm-hmm. made a um like a duck recipe i think that won the competition all right. But people made cheeses and breads and and soups and. I mean, you can't and, go wrong
0: uh, with a soup. I love yeah. soups.
1: So I had done this event before, and when I did it before, I made a pie. It was mm-hmm. a um, a leek and, um. Like that had maybe carrots in it and cabbage. I don't remember exactly what it was in it, but I made a pie like over a fire in a cast iron, and it was just so rewarding. <laughs> I'm
0: impressed because like. I'm thinking, okay, she made a dessert pie. And you're like, no, I made like a like oh, a hearty, what I would, like, like like savory a, pie. Yeah. Like I was gonna say, like a meat pie, but you know, without the meat. <laughs> right. So, dude, that's awesome. Uh, and you know, congratulations for last or last time you did it. So, but you know, that's awesome you got to do something new. Yeah. Um, you have not seen Doctor Strange yet.
1: No, which, not yet,
0: which is um amazing, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Definitely, definitely go see it when you can. Uh, We are actually, so I'm going to be recording that tomorrow, which will air not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday with uh, David. Uh, I will say this, and I'll tell our listeners, if you haven't seen it yet, um, I definitely recommend before going to see it, uh, watching the What If series, and at least re-watching the last episode of WandaVision because I think watching those will really, really help with the, I, I won't say you won't enjoy the movie, but I think you will enjoy it more. And I will also see this. There are two end credit things. Uh, so there's now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we'll get into that next week and we'll talk about some of that stuff. And Lacey, you and I will talk afterwards. We'll I, have to, I don't, don't want to spoil like
1: more <laughs> excited for this than I was for Batman for sure.
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. Uh, Oh my gosh. That's another thing I've done since like, cause I couldn't really talk. I decided to just like watch movies and stuff. And I actually <laughs> finally, wa- it took me two days because holy cow, that's a long movie. Uh, but I watched Batman. Um, I even texted uh Mike Sullivan, the guy that was on our show with us. He's like, Mike, I just want to let you know. I watched Batman. And I totally get why you guys were like, that was really, really, really dark. Like, I was
1: just going to ask if you agreed with our takes. On oh, that. yeah.
0: Yeah. So I liked it. And, and I found this out, too. Uh, Robert Pattinson does not want to play Batman again. Like ever.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: I'm like, are you? I so think is this is a
1: standalone or? Is, no, is, is it he,
0: wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to be another series. And is it now? I don't know. I guess him and Matt Reeves didn't get along during the making. I guess it was uh, artistic conflictions, I think, is the best way to put it. He had a way he wanted to play Batman, and Matt Reeves had a way he wanted to present Batman. I think what came out was awesome. I get everything where it's like, ooh, that's a little too relevant. And they had, I mean, considering everything, that really wasn't their fault. No. i will say this though this batman comparatively i would compare it closer to like to watching identity or seven on like the dark level but i loved it i really i'm not a batman guy i'm really not i'm not a dc guy i'm not anti dc it's just Zack snyder that's all i think when i think like anything dc is just oh it's something zach snyder and to see somebody else's take it was oh, it was awesome and it was just, I liked seeing all the 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 equipment. I liked the, the detective. I loved, I did. I really, really enjoyed it. But yeah, to find out, I'm like, all right, cool. Something DC I can get emotionally attached to. And then I find out like, he doesn't want to do it anymore. Heartbroken. I was a little bit. And not that I'm against Ben Affleck because that's the rumor who's coming back to play him is coming back as Batman. It's, I'm not against him. It's just, I I I want more Robbie P. Like he was good, he was really really good. And um, the girl who played um, uh, Catwoman. Oh oh my
1: god, I can't. I'm so bad with actors and actresses' names,
0: dude. I am the worst. Uh, That's usually why David's here because that's all he has is like unlimited time to memorize useless facts. Uh, but yeah, she was amazing too. I and uh. Colin Farrell as Penguin was amazing. Like, it's not what I thought. It wasn't that stereotypical, I'll get you next time, Batman, or that kind of stuff. It was like, no, you're going to die and you're going to die right now. And I'm like, I just
1: just don't know how they're going to, like, they can't just trade out Batman in the middle of like a trilogy. But I don't think that this story is complete. It doesn't feel like the whole story. I feel like it has to be.
0: All I gotta say is Batman versus Superman. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. That was it. I was like, okay, like, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, technically let in the Justice League and whatever, you can do a couple other things, but no, no. But I digress. Uh, we're not here to talk about the dark knight. We're here to talk about the white knight see what i see what i did there like that segue that was great right it was terrible (laughs) (laughs) we're here to talk about moon knight um ladies and gentlemen if you have not seen moon Knight yet i am going to give you a heads up there will be spoilers as of three two one okay you have been warned uh so let's start with this Lacey. what was your take on Moon Knight. How did you oh, let, let's do a general first let's do before we get into specifics general out of 10. And I know you hate the 10 scale, but that's welcome to my show. Um, what did you think, uh, what would you give it.
1: I would say, overall, I just hate the scale. I'm not gonna give you a number. That's really what's gonna happen.
0: Fine. Give me stars. I'll take stars out of five
1: <laughs> stars are just numbers.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Come um. on play my game with me. I'm
1: going to describe how I felt about it though. Um, I felt like the very beginning was kind of cheesy and then I by the as it got on and it kind of built characters I thought it was really good. It like hooked me. Um, I thought the first couple the epi- first episode maybe two episodes I was just like it felt like I was trying a little hard in some areas. What
0: do you think about a character as okay before I give you that I'm going to give a number scale because screw you Lacey this is what I want to do uh no I'm killing you. uh I give it an eight out of ten and my reason being is I, I agree with you on some extent about how being cheesy in the beginning but I also think it was character development for Steve and then developing these characters I also feel like it should have been more episodes. I think Hmm. they tried to put too much into six episodes. And how many episodes was WandaVision? Was WandaVision six episodes?
1: There's no way it was only six episodes. I feel like so much happened in WandaVision. It,
0: It really did. How many episodes? There was nine. There was nine episodes. So maybe they should have done, because I feel like they could have done more with that. Um, yeah. I also feel like when this was filming, we we're also probably in the beginning or the middle of the pandemic.
1: Right.
0: So I definitely think that took into factor. I don't like six episode shows, I think. um, It just I don't feel like even though they were an hour long, I don't feel like I'm getting the full package.
1: What it feels like to me when they do something like that is that they can't decide between a series or a movie. So well, they... this was
0: supposed to be a limited series. or this was and so it was supposed to be the season, if you looked on, on Disney Plus originally, and I just found this out today, too, that it said series finale was the final episode, right? For episode mm-hmm. six. They've changed it to season. And it so wasn't a typo, so they're going to turn it into a at least one more season, and I think, and I also think that takes the factor because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, I i again maybe they saw something there, they go, Okay, we've been so jarred because of the pandemic, but so many of our shows have had to have been scrambled around. I mean, case in point, Black Widow was supposed to come out a long time ago and didn't. Um, that they go, Hey, we have some space here, what can we fill this with, and how, what can we use? And they go, We got Moon Knight let's use him so maybe they're going to do that and segue some other stuff which would be fine because the bbeg we are just into uh the next big bad evil guy kane so yeah let's give us another season of that show to to help get us into that that this playground um but yeah go ahead so What did you like and what didn't you like?
1: So I really like the premise, the idea with the Egyptian gods. And and I actually like that, um, the background of that or just the backdrop of that a lot. I think it makes it very interesting. Uh, It does make it feel really removed from the Marvel universe, though. Um,
0: I can get behind that. I mean, I'll say this, though. I I definitely ended (laughs) up... I ended up doing a lot more research about Egyptian gods because I mm-hmm. that was not ne- I was always Greek and Roman as a kid, and then I started like again because I started learning about my you know ancestry and everything. I wanted to learn more about Norse mythology, so I've been doing research on that. Um, and then this show came, and I'm like, okay, I know some of these gods. I know this one. I know this one. And I'm like, who's this? So I had to do more research, and so it made me go play google detective um i will say this though you have norse mythology with thor and i mean i don't know if you've seen the trailer for thor love and thunder yet
1: i haven't seen seen the trailer yet but i have seen the posters
0: okay so in thor love and thunder you see just like it's zeus you see zeus and you see but it's just his lightning bolt in a golden his hand, it's a golden light and, bold, and it looks like he's at some, like it, it's Olympus or some type of Olympian stadium sort of looking thing. You kind of, but if you know, North myth- or Greek mythology, Roman mythology, you know who it is.
1: So I really, really want to go down the rabbit hole of Norse mythology, but I'm not going to, but we need to do that eventually. Okay.
0: Yes, we do um, need to do an episode on Norse mythology,
1: but this could be, <laughs> this episode could be become Norse mythology. If That's I'm not fair. careful. Mm. Um, but,
0: no, I think it's segueing in for Hercules and uh the the Greek gods yeah. coming in since because they're kind of wrapping up like Thor and him and all the Norse mythology, you know. Uh but yes, uh I don't know how I got on this tangent, but we were <laughs> talking about just
1: how cool of a backdrop. Yes, it
0: separate, is. yes, yeah. the backdrop. Um and you were talking about how you feel like it was separated from like do you feel like yeah. it was. Hawkeye separated, and or like Winter Soldier, uh, Cap, uh, Captain Falcon, Winter Soldier separated, or
1: it's so hard because like a lot of those like spinoffs were like it, they didn't feel so much separated from the world because they're already characters that were a part of the world. Mm-hmm. But this is like a new character and a new background.
0: Okay, could it be because it took place in the UK? for the most part, because everybody else has been taking place in New York city.
1: Right. And that's, it just, I think it was like a lot of little things that all added up to make it feel like uh, not a Marvel movie. It was
0: different. It, I mean, it was a different series. I liked it a lot. Yeah. That's um, not
1: a complaint mm, that it was separate. I'm not complaining about that.
0: I, so I liked all the little things they did. I, you know, know, in the beginning, the first two episodes, because we can break this down in like two thirds here.
1: Mm -hmm. uh,
0: The first two episodes, the first episode was very, I think, very typical Marvel style of like antics and just like nonchalant fighting and fighting and everything. However, they also had him black out and you're sitting there going, "Ooh, that's different we don't get to see the fight scene and he's just like completely covered in blood. Um, I liked that whole concept. Uh, I don't know if you noticed this in the first two episodes and I, I have to look back at the others, but the first two episodes, there's QR codes that you can scan if you pause it and it gives you two different comics from moon Knight. Yep.
1: Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. (sighs) This is like coolest Easter eggs they've ever done. Um so in the first episode, it's like just as soon as he gets into the museum, he sees the little girl putting the gum into the 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 pyramid. If you look right by um the mummy, there's a QR code. So if you pause it right there and you scan it with your phone, it gives you a comic. And then the second one actually takes place in his, when he goes to his storage locker in, uh it, so he goes to it and he finds it and everything. And it's a QR code right on the outside of the storage locker. And it gives you another one. Now I don't know if there's any others. I haven't really looked because I was like, all right, I, I want to focus on the show to enjoy right. it. Um, but yeah, you got two comics for free from Marvel unlimited just for those.
1: That's real
0: cool. It is really cool, and what I liked about it is because you discover that in the re- in the beginning, like when Moon Knight, like a lot of I, I call them antiheroes. So, like Deadpool, Wolverine, uh, Moon Knight were they weren't good guys in the beginning when they came into the comic book world. They were actually bad guys. Uh, Deadpool was a mercenary for hire. He came in with Domino and oh my god i can't think of the other guy's name but he they came in as like they were they were hired guns wolverine came in fighting uh the hulk and moon knight i think it was fight he was fighting werewolf by midnight werewolf by night yeah so i think it was either that or the midnight sons he was fighting so he was not these weren't good people they were the villains but they eventually became heroes or good guys you know however you want to look at it so i thought that was like a good nod to the the comic book world of where they came from um what was also it was uh one of the other things i thought you know was really cool is you know in the episodes three and four we learn more about where mark came from and why he became the person he was. Um, so, like, what were your take on those?
1: I that's where I really started getting into it for sure. I like okay. that kind of thing, like seeing the the backstory of how the how someone became who they are. It's, um, I guess they do that really for most movies and most shows, but um, I thought this was a little different. It felt different to me.
0: Like the the origin story wise, like it's it's a different way to show an origin story because and and I'll say this. Typically, when you get a movie and you're you're introducing a character and this is just like the cookie cutter style, it's always the first episode is an origin story. Hmm. This I thought was neat because. Mark has already been Moon Knight. His wife already knew he was Moon Knight that's already been established that he is Moon Knight. It was, they're starting you in the discovery of the multiple personalities, where it's Steve, and later on at the very end, you discover Jake, the Spanish-speaking cab driver. Well, he was a cab driver in the comics, but he's like the chauffeur for uh, Conshu, And he, it was back in it wasn't back and forth but it was almost bits and pieces of a confession um like in the end in the episodes going into like episodes you know five and six where it's him going through like everything he's done and how he became who he is with all the multiple personalities it's that is like he he had an origin story within an origin story And that really spoke to me on a level that I don't think I've ever been to be able to emotionally connect to a super, you know, I don't know. I don't know. How did you feel about that?
1: I think that episode five, where they were really getting into, I guess maybe it started in four, I'm not sure, but where they were like showing these like him trying to pull himself away from these memories were just like like really peak part of the show for me they were really good and now that you say that about connecting I think that it will be really rewarding for like showing like how you can um like overcome these kind of like I mean it's not he didn't have a really healthy way of overcoming it but he does like work through all of that and i think that it's like kind of a cool thing to show that like despite your background you can grow and you can you know it's not too late to work through i don't know
0: your personalities and you see i i don't think i've ever gotten teary in a super movie before like a marvel movie well no i take it back like the 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 scene with his uh, star Lord and his mom not always touched in the fields, uh, but it was, this was on a different level. Like the, the scene where he's going to, like he goes up and runs up into his room or the scene even before that, when he's trying to save his brother, who's drowning. Oh my God. That was so, it was, it was so powerful. I don't want to call it dark because I mean, yes, it was dark, but it wasn't dark in the way that you, you, pers- you, you put dark with it was an impactful traumatic moment and then he already blames himself for the death of his brother and then his father's is just like this background person who just trying to keep the peace but isn't doing a good job he's defeated and his wife and you know his the mom is just absolutely savage she is just she's she's gone mentally she is gone and has become this alcoholic abusive woman and we don't realize how bad that is until this episode like you think he's just keeps you know in the beginning he's making all these phone calls to his mom he's just talking to his mom leaving her messages he never gets in touch with her and you're like okay you know that is what it is like you really aren't thinking about it but the more you go back and watch you're like oh my gosh steve has this thinks he's this got this great relationship but mark knows the truth and it is way darker than we thought it was going to be it was way tougher to the point where mark had to block these out he had to block all this stuff mentally out to save him and I liked it on the level of the message that Marvel and Disney are bringing into, they're bringing this out into the open. It's the, it's not every superhero has the, I got bit by a radioactive spider. Now I have powers. I, you know, had the mute gene in me. This guy had a really, really, really screwed up childhood so much that he, just became emotionally numb and became a a gun for hire. He joined the military. He became a mercenary eventually. And he, he has no emotional connections to anybody. And then when given the chance to like, hey, I will offer you the ability to not die right now if you are my avatar. And he makes us deal with this God of death and keeps doing what he does. And it's not until he builds this relationship with this woman and falls in love with her that he starts reevaluating everything that he has done in his life. And then you start to see the personalities reemerge from when he was a child. And that's so impactful of a message that I think that's what made this show so different. You don't like, like WandaVision, WandaVision. I loved it because it was the stages of grief. When dealing with death, this was dealing with a mental disorder and showing how hurtful and impactful it can be on a person and them becoming something more than they were before. It was, and it was so cool. It was amazing. And it was a fun ride. Uh, there was even a moment actually that actually got taken out. I just, and I'd found out about this too. Um, the director, uh, I, might, I might have might screw up his last name. Uh, his name is uh, Mohammed Daib, I believe, is uh, Diab. I, I apologize. So I'm screwing this up. Um, where he said, uh, The irony of this being my favorite episode is like one of my favorite scenes got cut out in episode six. Uh, it was great as everything else was, but it topped off with something even better. He confronted his mom in the white void. And he was going back and forth between between Mark and Steven. Confronting his mother. And oh my God, that scene with Oscar was so worthy of performance. Hopefully Marvel releases a scene one day because Oscar was a genius. So there was a scene where he is going back and forth. Confronting this toxic, horrible person that was his mother. As part of that uh, situation of coming to terms with who you are. And I would have loved to have seen that.
1: I'm I bummed out they, they took that out.
0: Yeah. But I loved it. I thought it was awesome. And then, you know, we get into the final episode and we get. Here's another thing that shocked me. I, we, I knew I was getting Moon Knight. I knew I was going to get a villain. I did not know I was getting the second super. And we got uh, the Scarlet Scarab. And holy cow, that was cool. I was absolutely stoked and amazed by that, too. And you got to see Ahmet and Kanshu, uh fighting and just to see the gods and god forms. Like, I will say this for, like, Netflix has... <laughs> When they brought in Iron Fist and they were talking about the dragon and everything, I I get very cautious and nervous when they say they're bringing in gods. (laughs) Like, I don't think I'm ever going to actually get them. Or if I do, I get like a side piece of them. The fact that we get to see the gods fighting in Egypt as these giant titan kaiju looking things. And while they're fighting, their avatars are fighting. It was amazing. It was cool. It was great. And everybody in Egypt sees us. And that's the other thing. It doesn't pl- take place in the United States. It takes place in Egypt. It takes place in the UK. And I like that because New York needs a break. Let's be honest <laughs> here. Like they, they've, they've had enough going on that where the PTSD is like way up here. So I don't think, honestly, I don't think they would even notice if like they saw two giant monstrous gods fighting each other in downtown Manhattan. I think that it would just like totally just, they would blank it out, but it was cool. It, you got the Egyptians, you got the, uh, the Egyptian like background, you've got the pyramids and, you know, we got to go in the pyramids and I thought that was really cool. Um, and I have been talking for so long, <laughs> Lacey, by all means, your opinions are very much welcome.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with like a lot of what you said like I said once it got going I was like super into it and I thought that um, it did really grow into like a really exciting and, and impactful
0: is there anything that you think you would change in the be like let's say so let's look at it from like the beginning what would you change like episodes one through four would you change anything um well, let's, You get a chance to add an, an episode in between there. What would you add?
1: I just wish there was like um, it was just not so Um, like I felt the first episode was meant to be confusing,
0: mm-hmm. but I
1: think it was just too much. Um, I wish there was like that was over two episodes and there is like parts. There's more of coming out of it or I'm I'm not really sure how I'd change it. I just wish that wasn't like so it was a lot it felt like
0: a lot <laughs> it felt like a lot yeah i absolutely get, can get by that where it felt like they put so much into one hour and, and yeah that's kind of the thing where it's sometimes less is more and yeah getting an episode in between there would have been fun uh i definitely think they set up For a new Disney snack, those cupcakes looked absolutely delicious. And if they're not, I noticed
1: that too.
0: Like they looked really, really good. And I'm like, I'll be disappointed if they're not at least at Disneyland because they have the Hero Academy. So if they're not there, I really hope they're at Disney World because, you know, I'm going there and I really would (laughs) love to have. It's an overpriced cupcake, but I still want it because... it be you know, like
1: a $20 cupcake. Oh,
0: my God, yeah. Dude, their, their, their churros are literally... Lightsaber churros are just churros rolled in sugar that is blue or red. But, you know, I, I, I drink the Kool-Aid when I'm in Disney World. I, I will be like, oh, my God, I gotta have this one because I can't <laughs> get it anywhere else even though I can totally make this at home. Um, my one of my good friends is Puerto Rican and his, his girlfriend and makes these off like just amazing churros. And like, I could have those, but you know, I want the Disney one because I'm an adult reasons, you know, shut up, quit judging me over there. Um, knowing that Mark and Steve think they're no longer moon Knight, And we know that Jake is still, like, they still are Moon Knight, but it's under the personality of Jake. And knowing that uh, they've defeated uh, Ahmet, and, and that's, that's the, the guy's name, right? The, like, I keep saying it confidently. I think so all
1: right
0: but, yeah <laughs> if i screwed up got everybody's gonna let me know later on like hey that's not her name and i'll be like yeah you're right I'm you're gonna get
1: angry um oh
0: so many it's gonna be fun angry Emails. <laughs> i get the i'll get the dms like hey you know that's the wrong Egyptian god right that's not even god <laughs> excuse me um but knowing that she's gone that they defeated her air quote um where do you think because, like I said, they're, they, they said they called it a season finale, not a series finale. And I highly, highly, highly doubt they're just going to leave Moon Knight sitting on the the ban- you know, on the balcony the, or standing on the back burners forever. Like, what, what do you think they're going to do with them? Or what would you like to see done with them?
1: That's a really tough question for me. Um, I'd like to hear your answer first.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is that because I've seen Doctor Strange and I have and a know all the
1: answers? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. So let's, let's see. Knowing what I know now, because I'm trying not to spoil Doctor Strange for you. Um, I'm so here's a here's the thing. I'm I'm wondering because. <sighs> How do I do this? All right, we, so we know there's multiple multiverses in the world. or in, there's we, we know the multiverse is a thing. We know that from Loki and we know that from WandaVision and Doctor Strange, you know, multiverse of madness. I'm curious to think, this is a theory of mine. I don't think the multiverse the the earth that Oscar Isaac's character you know Mark uh, Spector aka Moon Knight lives in there are Avengers
1: you don't think there are Avengers I don't
0: think so and the reason being I don't think in the episode it mentions anything about the snap it doesn't mention anything about Thanos it doesn't mention anything about any of the soups I'm curious, I think this one possibly could be playing with the idea of the Midnight Suns being the supers of that world. So it's it's pretty much accepted that our universe, the universe with the Avengers and everything that's happened, is uh, Earth 616. We'll say this is 615 just for giggles right now or 617, and we're going to get the Midnight Suns, which will give us Ghost Rider, it'll give us uh, Damien Hellstrom, it'll give us Hellstorm, Uh, it'll give us um, Man Thing, which is basically like Marvel's version of a Swamp Thing. Um, We also have Morbius, we can kind of play around with, even though Sony still has that, and I don't know if you saw that, but it, it did not get good reviews um you know you and you have blade so you have all the i this they could use his universe to play with monsters and all the dracula and uh jj is a werewolf so you have the you could do this universe for all the monster stuff and you don't have to explain well, where were all these guys during the snap where were all these guys during Thanos because that was one of the thing that was really hard with the Eternals as they were like oh where were the Eternals during all this and they're like oh we don't unfair unless <laughs> it has to deal with this ha 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 loophole and you're like mm, that was a cop out here they can go none of that happened not in this universe it takes place in earth 750 which had no snap no Thanos, no Avengers, no Infinity. This this is it. And you're like, ooh, that, that opens up a lot. One that makes it super easier to like say, hey, this is why this didn't happen. Two, it opens up a lot more opportunities for a lot different supers and a lot different monsters. That's theory number one. Um, theory number two. And, oh, wait, let me
1: comment yeah. on theory number one first before okay, you Okay, yeah, yeah. And and um because <laughs> um you'll just keep on going. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, you'll need a
0: tinfoil hat by the yeah. time I get done with my theories.
1: <laughs> um I think that would be I like that idea a lot. I think it would be super cool to see that, but it would be really difficult for them to get traction, I think, on that idea. Um <laughs> yes and no okay
0: and and not even dr strange wise but we've already done it with what if
1: right so we have
0: the what if as a because what if
1: the traction though is to get you know all of the fans on board so it's so much easier to just make a movie that is already has the fans for it
0: We'll, that's what
1: i'm talking about i get
0: you but how hard would it be for me to go literally in the beginning of the movie we do let, let's take the like the stereotypical star wars like titles you know the, the word scroll up right and all you have to say is earth 755 in a uni- in a in a multiverse where the avengers don't exist and the the supers are the heroes of our time aren't here to protect us who will protect us from these creatures like that's you've the been werewolves so and- hard
1: of this huh? you've been this has been on your mind
0: actually you know what's really crazy this is most of this is coming up in my head right now okay. which disturbs me on so many levels that i'm able to be like hey this is this is how easy it is to get caught up in a the conspiracy theory
1: so i certainly don't think it's impossible and i think if anyone can do it it's marvel
0: kevin foggy is a the, the, the whole marvel team is a genius on coming up that
1: being stuff. said i uh-huh. wasn't going to see moon night until you guys started talking about it so even i was not sold on it
0: <laughs> that's fair and i know people that hate it i have uh i told him he's dead to me uh for one uh but my boston guy uh ken he he goes he's just he he comes into work every day and he just tells me how much moon night sucks he's like hey i watched the latest episode like, yeah and he goes it still sucks your show stuff and I'm like you're a monster on so many levels I think he's Quit. trolling you he, he really is he really is that's okay I'm going to kill his character in d d on on Saturday just as it's fair it's just so rightfully so you know, and like kill him by
1: so- a character that's inspired by Moon Knight
0: oh <laughs> I like you Lacey oh you I get it
1: like next level
0: yeah no I really do Oh, that's nice. Oh, I like that.
1: <laughs>
0: but I'll have to call him like Luna Squire or something yeah. like that. <laughs>
1: I like that. <laughs>
0: oh, man. Um, no, but I, I there's I won't get into my other theories. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it alone <laughs> with that one. But I, there is a lot of opportunities for him. And whether or not it's them, inter- I see, I find it really hard not to say they're not going to introduce the Midnight Suns because they have said that there is going to be a blade. They have picked him out and you do hear his voice at the end of Eternals when uh, Kit Harrington's character is playing with the uh, Excalibur. So it's we have gotten bits and pieces. So if anything, they are setting up the Midnight Suns. Mm hmm. Because Blade and Moon Knight were both, I think, on the Midnight Suns, um, and then we've had Ghost Rider in Agents of Shield. Whether or not they decide to use him now, they are have been cherry picking characters from their their TV shows, whether it's Netflix or you know wherever else they had them, and bringing them back into play. So there is an opportunity, and they could even grab some kids from the Runaways because that's still out there. They still have uh, Cloak and Dagger. Were out there there's a bunch mm-hmm. of little mini shows that people have forgotten about like hey there's still supers that they can bring into play with yeah and you know they can choose to do something with them and we'll see um I would I, I really do want them to bring in the midnight sense because those are really they, they fight all the monsters you know we're we're getting we, we, we fought people with tech we fought monsters and we fought, a ton of aliens i want the classic monsters i want to see them fight dracula i want to see them fight you know just these ethereal monsters that are underneath the sea and things that go bump in the night i mean even dr strange was part of that
1: i hope they do like i'm not saying that like that theory is super cool to me it really is what Mm. i'm concerned about is that the bottom line for like everything is money and so it needs to get enough traction to excite people. I think Marvel oh, can do it. I just think it's harder. Like if you compare anything, I think Moon Knight actually did really well as mm. far as like viewers. Um, But if you compare like that to, you know, a more mainstream Don't even
0: say Marvel, Endgame because that's such a high bar.
1: N- well, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> any of the mainstream Marvel, like, like the classic you know they could just make another one of those and make a ton of money Mm -hmm. they don't even have to have a good story
0: (laughs) touche well i i i used to agree with that but i think now i think now i they're discovering like the the algorithm for a good movie is having them start on disney plus as a series (laughs) i'm I'm serious though but like, like think about it like and and here is doctor strange 2 multiverse of madness is and i'm not going to spoil anything for you
1: uh you're playing a dangerous game i am
0: playing a very dangerous game all right uh, i'm cutting the red wire not the blue one uh <laughs> but wanda vision and what if i legitimately believe set up doctor strange 2 so Having that, knowing that you have the multiverses and you have Wanda, how she, what happened to her to set her up in this show or in this movie, I think that's how they're going to do things now because you save the movie, you keep it around, you know, because the movie was two hours and six minutes. That's including credits. So in reality, you probably have about an hour and 45 minutes because they don't like to play around with the three hours as, you know, (laughs) they want to try to keep that two hour sweet spot. So if you say that for just the battles and the bigger things and you have the origin story and you have this set up for it as a Disney Plus show that might be the, yeah, the the proper algorithm that you need. So we might set up because we just set up Moon Knight and in going with my Midnight Suns theory, you know, we might get a um Blade show, origin story show. We might get uh, we did they had the hell they had the the hell storms or hell storms. um they had them set up so what's to say we can't already take those series and be like okay here's how they became you know how they became yeah. the avengers instead of setting up everybody gets a movie everybody gets a mini series and then you get a collaboration movie like if they did that with the eternals I think the eternals would have been tenfold more better. I know that's proper English, but like more <laughs> accepted and better was what I was going through my head. but it, it it would have it would have been more accepted. It would have been better. And I think it would have and all they would have had to do is like an episode per eternal. Right. And that would have made such a difference.
1: It's so hard to fit everything into a two or even a two and a half hour movie especially if when it's a three-hour movie everybody just wants to leave halfway through yeah
0: like you have to be a dedicated fan like lord of the rings fans are like some of the most dedicated fans because each of their movie was three hours
1: that's a lot of time out of that your life a lot of
0: time. <laughs> and so being that kind of fan you have to be that kind of dedicated but the average person i I did i went and saw it at nine o'clock and i didn't leave the theater till midnight that's rough Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and you know i have to i don't know how you are when you go to movies but i get a soda so (laughs) luckily you know I, i i timed it before the show started like okay we're about to start the trailers let's go do this real quick and then we'll come back but if three hour movie plus 30 minutes of trailer. Plus, you're staying the whole three hours plus time to go see whatever the end credits are because that's how they've got us now. It's, it's that's a that's a tough pill to swallow. They need so to at I least bring
1: back the intermission.
0: God, I can't even tell you the last time Titanic
1: <laughs> that's was that.
0: I know it's a um, joke, but like, yeah, I think that was the last movie that had an intermission, and that was a three-hour movie.
1: Mm-hmm. And that they was a huge deal when it came out.
0: Yeah, they were like, it's a three-hour movie. Dude, I remember having that on VCR. Like VCRs for the, our younger listeners is back before there were DVDs, we had these giant cassettes with film on them and we would watch them. And if you took the tapes to Blockbuster and you didn't rewind them, your mom smacked you on the back of the head because you had to pay a rewinding fee.
1: The new generation probably doesn't even know what DVDs are. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so back before everything was just automatically on your phones you know we had these like discs that we could throw around um and we got in trouble with our moms if we put them in the microwave because they did this really cool lightning thing but it also screwed up the microwave um if you can't tell i got in trouble with my mom a lot
1: yeah (laughs) i'm so Uh, surprised
0: shockers right can't imagine why but you know overall i will say Moon Knight was awesome. I very much enjoyed it. Uh, I don't know. Do you have any final thoughts? Because I honestly, I think this is a pretty good spot to wrap it up.
1: Yeah, I also enjoyed it. I am not still not going to give it a number scale, but I do think that you to do that. I don't know if you will. I'm pretty stubborn. (laughs) Um, I still think that the beginning probably could have like there could have been improvements made maybe a little bit, but overall, I liked it. Uh,
0: one last thing the the score for the show the music was amazing yeah um and so much to where the the, i can't think of the name i'm gonna look it up right now uh the name of the song uh that was in it oh my god it's gonna drive me crazy uh because i I just was listening (laughs) to it today uh every day i wake up i think is what it's called A, a man without love by uh, Engelbert Humperdinck. that's that's his name. Um, you know, that song has been like I've been humming that and singing that, especially knowing that we were getting ready to do this episode. I was like, All right, every day I wake up, you know, doing that number. Um, I also have to be careful because of copyright infringements. Uh, but yeah, no, it was it. I loved the score. And oh, here's another fact that I bet you didn't know. If you watch through the episodes, you get all the stages of the moon at the end.
1: Huh. I don't think I ever would have noticed that.
0: There are so many little Easter eggs in yeah. this show that I'm I, a big I,
1: fan of Easter eggs.
0: I am too. Uh, very, very good. Like I said, I will give it a solid eight out of 10. It's they brought some really cool things to the table. They did they were very brave with how they did everything. Um I just I think my major beef was I would have loved a couple more episodes. I'm not saying nine, you don't have to do nine, but maybe one or two more episodes could like have made a, solid a difference. Eight. Yeah.
1: Not all the episodes were like long either. I think that they were like 45 to 50 minutes with like a like 10 minutes of credits at the end of every episode.
0: <laughs> yeah. So just that little bit more like one two episodes more i think would have made it a 10 out of a 10 show for me but other than that chef's guest they did amazing things <laughs> uh marvel keeps doing the lord's work it's amazing i love it uh so let's go ahead and wrap this up as always please like subscribe and follow us wherever you're listening to podcasts and if you are listening to us on apple or spotify please remember to rate and review we desperately need those and we love hearing from you guys we can only get better if you let us know uh we're also on instagram and facebook so please like and follow us at dna pod and on twitter at NerdDNAPod pod or on our webpage nerddnapod.com and i'm steve your host for the dna podcast and i've been joined as always except for next week with the wonderful, the amazing, the adorable Miss Lacey. Lacey, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Thank you. Thank you and good night.